JD Talking Sports. It is Sunday morning, 2.22 a.m. On JD Talking Sports, drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes. Rate me too, please. The day after the wonderful Father's Day. My dad had a good time. I worked, came home, had some low-sodium hot dogs, which actually I didn't mind. Sauerkraut. You know, in a whole bottle is only 65 calories. A lot of, a lot of sodium over, I think, almost 4,000 grams of sodium. But calories, 65. So if I wanted to diet, I guess it would be good in the cal- caloric intake, bad in the sodium intake. I did not know that. All right. I just couldn't sleep. Well, actually, went to bed at uh, grandparents' time, 8 o'clock tonight, 8.30. Slept till about 12, which I knew there was going to be a disaster. Been up. What was I doing? I Oh, I watched Veep and Silicon Valley. Both very good. And so the Yankees have now lost six straight. Four games set they lost to the A's. Lost yesterday. Gregorius did a home run. Matt Holiday had a home run. Judge had an RBI. But they started the trip with they were 15 games over now. They're 38 and 29. Now they're talking about all the problems. Is, is this the beginning of the Yankees dive? Come on. It's all right. You're not a great road trip. One and six, not a great way to start it. They had a couple of bullpen dysfunctions. You got Chapman coming back. That'll help the team. Tanaka, we don't know what's going to happen on that front. And the Mets get a win. Jacob DeGrom, 6-3, after a six-strikeout first career opposite field home run for him. I kept watching that for a little while. That was kind of cool. You know, I would think pitchers should never get any hits. I mean, I think a pitcher knows another pitcher should never happen, but when it does, I'm always kind of perplexed, surprised by it. I mean, there are pitchers who can hit, but I'm surprised how pitchers don't take more batting practice to become better hitters, but they don't. And I would think I'd want to be up there because it would help me during my starts. But what do I know? That's just JD talking sports. Talking sports. No talking. Talking sports. Talking out of his ass. You know, because sometimes he just says stuff. and it, Right? That's just common sense, isn't it? Diana Taurasi is now the all-time leading scorer of the WNBA. Kobe Bryant was at the game with his two daughters. I was happy for her. I saw her play last year. Hell of a ball player. She wants to play in the 2020 Olympics. And you know what I watched tonight? I couldn't sleep. Instagram has stories. So was everybody put up what was happening? Brandon Marshall showing someone in his horse, on a horse in his gated community. And I realized I had the sound off, then I put the sound on. Social media sometimes is just people with too much, we all have too much time on our hands, but that we feel like we have to chronicle our everyday lives and take videos and I realized a lot of it's just, who cares? One girl was singing a song on her. She was actually gorgeous. She was a hurdler. I forgot her name. But singing a song, and it was like everybody putting their little clips up and like people who have, I, you know, hey, I guess I went through it just because I was so stunned. Nobody is, we're not that interesting. And I feel now these Instagram stories, I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, should I start doing that? And I'm like, you know what? I don't think I have that interesting stuff that I, you know, first of all, when you're doing it, 
You're not thinking, oh, sh-. you know, after the fact, I'm sure, oh, man, that'd be a cool thing to have. I remember when I was in Edinburgh, I did a show, and I ended up in England, and we got the shoestring players. It's the show I was in, jackets, and I gave one to a homeless guy, and I thought that'd be kind of cool to take a picture of. And then I was like, you know what, after the fact, it already happened. And a lot of things that happen, happen in the moment, and then you have stories to remember it, and maybe you had a picture in your head. But now it's just like people like video as they're doing it. And it's like, you know, I mean, they showed a fight between some lacrosse players. You know, I mean, it's like everybody's got a camera. They just have to take a picture of everything. And sometimes I just want to sit there. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to enjoy the moment. You know, you're with people who have to take a picture of everything. Like, who takes pictures of people eating food? I, I, and I've read studies that people who take pictures of what they eat don't enjoy food or what they eat. I kind of tend to that. And I kind of feel the people who, you know, their Instagram stories of everything, uh, they have to like chronicle everything they goddamn do that obviously are they enjoying while they do it and I realize you're probably not if you're taking all these goddamn pictures while you're doing it you're probably not you know like at a sporting event like, I realize sometimes I was at my on my cell phone you know I'm texting people or doing stuff and I'm not in the moment I'm not enjoying the game and sometimes it's better just to put the goddamn thing down yeah I know I'm a rambling fool right now Sunday morning at 2.28 in the morning, and I'm talking on my show right now, but that's the way I am. And then, you know, I talked also yesterday about Andre Ward's convincing TKO. Well, it ends up that there were three low blows that weren't called. The ref didn't see it. They said fans there did. Kovalev's ma- uh, manager is wants to protest the fight, and you're thinking, in this day and age, how the fuck do you not see that stuff? Fans in the audience, people wrote about it. I read a cu- couple of reviews, and no, and then all of a sudden I read a review. Why isn't everybody talking about the low blows that happened during the fight? To me, that's not telling the true story. We need to get to the truth, right? We need to know what really happened. I know I'm not just talking shit right now. I'm really being honest here. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, especially low blows in a huge, huge fight. Shouldn't that be something that, Should never happen ever. I mean, we have freaking review on everything. The World Cup's going to review, going to have finally review on goals and all that stuff that they didn't have forever. NFL has it, Major League Baseball, basketball, and they still screw shit up. But low blows in a world title fight, shouldn't they see that stuff? And they said he should have had a five minute, Kovalev should have had a five minute break. He didn't get, and then he got knocked down. He was actually winning the fight up to that point. I don't know, man. It's just crazy. I thought this was funny. I read this in Sports Illustrated. I'm going to butcher his name. Hadi Abdo Lahian. Now, he was the Uber driver who took Bulls, I'm sorry, Bills cornerback Sharice Wright from Chicago to Western New York, an eight-hour trip after Wright's flight was delayed. And Abdullah Hayan said, the Uber driver said, he told me Buffalo, and I thought he meant Buffalo Wild Wings Grill. See, that is a great little quote right there. That cracked me up. (laughs) Oh, and I had a freaking dream about this. Brett Favre admitted that more than a season into his NFL career, he still didn't know what a nickel defense was. And I had a freaking dream that I was, I found Brett Favre and I started talking to him and I brought him the magazine. I said, hey, Brett, you know, this is what they wrote about you. And I thought it'd be great because I was having a dream that I was going to put him on the podcast and he was going to talk about this. And he was really pissed off, actually. And I took him the magazine and, and you know, the, the dream went from there, went kind of went out the window. But I really, it was really happening. And I was trying to tell him, how, you know, I was a big fan. And he really wasn't happy that I was talking to him. Because I remember as a kid one time I went to 
the Meadowlands racetrack was harness racing. We went to a place where they had, you know, this fancy buffet and Roy White from the old Yankee and Phil Rizzuto was there. And Phil Rizzuto, I said, holy cow to him. And he goes, just give me the piece of paper, kid. He wasn't really happy about it. And I was like, dude, man, you could be a little happier. I'm a kid, you know, cut me some slack here. No, not at all. Didn't cut me any slack at all. But I thought that was kind of funny. Brett Favre, that's what I had to dream about. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Sergey Kovalev's promoter is going to file a protest on Monday, which will fall on deaf ears. And former UFC heavyweight Tim Haig dies at 33 on Sunday following knockout loss and boxing match on Friday. And it made me think, like, you know, I mean, I know he's going to make a lot of money, McGregor, but he might he's going to be serious, seriously outclassed against Floyd Mayweather. I don't know if Mayweather's going to keep him up for 12 rounds or going to just beat him senseless. I mean, Mayweather doesn't really knock people out. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's kind of scary. And how about this? The Cavaliers are have had talks with the Pacers about Paul George. This is per, I heard read of this in uh, Adrian Wojciechowski. I read this from the Vertical. And this is the thing. The, the Pacers were told by Paul George that Paul George is going to become an unrestricted free agent after next season. He wants out. And the Cavs are thinking with their winning culture and all that stuff that they can keep him with the Cavaliers after that he'll want to sign afterwards. And, you know, hey, that's what teams are going for, you know, and LeBron loves them. And they said they would have to give up either Kevin Love or Kyrie Irving. And I can't believe that they would trade Paul George for Kevin Love. Now, Kyrie Irving, I think they definitely would. That that would make them a hell of a team. It would, the Cavs. Now, the problem is, is that the, the Cavs have... Their GM, David Griffin, his contract ends actually four days after the draft. And a source told ESPN that the Cavs front office situation is insanity. And they said, this is kind of crazy, you know, that there's unrest within the ranks. And I don't know why they're not giving him a deal. You know, he's kind of, he didn't come to an extension following the summer 16. This was after they won a championship in Dan Gilbert and couldn't give David Griffin an extension back then. They're bringing the first championship in more than 50 years. They can't. Kind of crazy. But I think everybody's looking at what happened with the Warriors, and they're saying, you know, hey, we got to keep up with the Joneses, which I definitely think they do. And Eric Decker, former Jet, is now with the Titans, which they said would help Corey Davis, the Western Michigan first-round draft pick. What do you go, five-fifth in the draft? help him with a little bit of his learning curve and gives Mariota a number one receiver and gives Decker another chance for the Jets to shove it up their asses because that's what I think they are. Uh, I coached some kids today. Actually, I had one kid show up for my class. Well, it was Father's Day. And he was wearing a Giants hat. He goes, I can't get ready. I can't wait for football. And I'm like, it's June. I'm thinking it's Father's Day. And he can't get, we can't wait for football, which kind of is true. Right now, it's kind of like that dead time of year. But... Manny Pacquiao is going to try to change that. He is actually fighting on ESPN for the first time ever in his career, July 1st, against, what's the guy's name? Jeff Horn the, in Australia. In Australia, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. At Suncorp Stadium, 9 p.m. in Brisbane, Australia. I, I was kind of, well, you know what? Nobody wanted to put the fight. Well, and also on the card's going to be Sugar Shane Mosley Jr. 
but they're thinking they can. They have already sold fifty thousand tickets. They're going to try to increase seating to sixty thousand. Hey, you know, Pac-Man. I guess we'll see what's going to happen. They said it'll be the biggest fight ever in Australian boxing history. Sixty thousand. And I looked up Jeff Horney's fought nobody, nobody. But hey, Pac-Man going to be on ESPN. And the you know the time difference, so it's going to be during the day in Australia, but it'll be prime time here. You know what? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Kind of. And uh, Brooks uh, Kopka won the U.S. Open first major title, played at Florida State, sixteen under, tied Rory McIlroy's tournament record for most under par. Congrats to him. And I like I love what Diana Taurasi said that uh, she said uh, the record break and lay up a special moment and she credited Gina Oriema for giving her blueprint to greatness I thought that was pretty freaking cool pretty freaking cool and I'm so I have I have tomorrow morning off well I have to train in the city but a couple, a couple hours off and I'm debating what to see and there's nothing freaking out I mean you got the mummy cars three I might go see that but I'm not really like that's not what I really want to see Maybe Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is playing there and I'll go see some. But I gotta see something tomorrow. Have to. Have to. Yeah. Yankees, one and six on the road trip. At least they come home now. Mets, hey. And Nolan Arenado, third baseman for the Rockies, has the eighth cycle in team history with a walk of Homer versus the Giants, who are just playing complete freaking shit right now. Terrible. Yankees stink it up. But Gregorius hit his seventh. Holiday hit his fourteenth. And Chapman did get an inning. Hey, Chapman first one inning strikeout. That's good. But it, but Luis Sesa can't. You know, started the game four innings, five hits, four runs, base on ball, strikeout, seven thirty six ERA. Yankees need some help, man. Need some big help. Big big help. Now, yeah, I know it's kind of weird. You know, it's it is right. I mean, when we when I was talking to that dad today, he said he can't wait for football. It is. It's kind of that time. You know, all you have is baseball. Basketball's over. We got WNBA. We got the NBA draft coming up this week. NHL actually the they increase the salary cap to seventy five million. You're also going to have the Las Vegas Golden Knights with their first draft ever, and they also have to get teams off the protect teams that off the they have the expansion draft. I think it's cool. Las Vegas is getting a freaking hockey team now. I'm not happy about the Raiders moving. I just I mean, everybody says the Raiders, if there's a place they would play, it would be Vegas. But I'm kind of like, you know what? I would rather them be in Oakland. I feel like if Oakland built them a new stadium, that stadium's a piece of shit. We wouldn't even be talking about this. I mean, Oakland should be the Raiders, and San Diego should have the Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers? Come on. It's ridiculous. I'm telling you, they should put a freaking expansion team back there. I think those fans, I'll tell you, they should put teams back in Oakland and freaking in San Diego. They put a team back in Cleveland. Put teams back there because they have good fan bases. I'm wondering how it's going to handle, how it's going to go for them in Vegas. But I think a lot of play people now will say, a lot of people are saying that they'll take a trip. That's where they'll go to see the Raider fans all over the over the country, that they'll take their one trip to go to Vegas to see their team player, you know. Or if a team has a road trip, you know, that's a good, you know, Giants play in Las Vegas. I think a lot of Giants fans will go to Vegas. Why not? Make the trip into a whole thing. We'll see. Time will tell, right? And the Yankees have to get up the slide. 
Mets got a win finally, but the Mets still have a lot of problems. The Yankees have a lot of problems. Starting pitching isn't. You got CeCe Sabathia. You got Tanaka struggling. Pineda hasn't been pitching great. Severino, you know, hey, going to, going to road trip one and six that's, and lose your six, six straight to end the road trip. They were the last team to be swept this season, too. I know that's a stat that everybody cares about. Training camps are going to come soon. Ooh, and I'm very excited. Hard knocks this year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But now it's kind of weird. You know, they used to have cuts now. Now they're not going to do cuts. They're not, they used to go down from 90 to 72, and then they went down. Now they're going to go from 90 to 56. They're not going to do the middle cut. So I think that's going to take away a little bit of the stress, but I guess they'll just draw it out a little bit more with hard knocks. And you know who's going to be at hard knocks this year with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Ryan Fitzpatrick. How excited are we? Yeah, I'm still thinking, what do you think the Jets will do this year? I mean, I think they're going to be lucky to win two games. I really do. I think they're going to be terrible. I mean, they don't really have, uh, you've got Anunwa and you have Matt Forte. You have Josh McCown with that line. He's not going to, they're not going to even, I don't see him lasting more than six or seven games. And then it's going to be the Hackenberg, Bryce Petty sweepstakes to the bitter end. And then they're going to think they're going to get a savior next year who's going to come in with no line, with a shitty team, and think that he's going to turn the team around when he's going to get the shit kicked out of him. And then we're going to have another David Carr, whose career could have been something, but got the shit kicked out of him with the Texans and not turn it around. But hey, we shall see. Time will tell. All right. What was I? I have trivia questions right now. Trivia, it is trivia, trivia, trivia time. Sorry about that, folks. Having a little musical malfunction. Okay, last show. Most career rushing yards in Super Bowl history. I'm sorry, in a Super Bowl game. Most yards right. Timmy Smith, 204, Washington versus Denver, 42-10. They were down 10 nothing. scored 35 unanswered points. Doug Williams, I thought he was out with a... Knee injury ends up coming back. Timmy Smith ended up going to prison shortly thereafter. I think he turned his life around, but he went in the shitter after that. That was his best game ever. And then wanted a contract extension, came in overweight to camp next year, and pretty much was never heard from again. But Timmy Smith had one hell of a Super Bowl. And I was at American University then in Washington, D.C., watching the game many, many, many freaking moons ago. Okay. Now, what college in the last 50 years, tonight's, tonight's trivia question, this morning's, let's call it that, what college in the last 50 years is the only one to win an NCAA tournament championship in its first Final Four appearance? What college in the last 50 years is the only one to win an NCAA basketball championship in its first Final Four appearance? All right, Yankees. Yankees, we've got to get the Schneid. Mets, got to come back. Football can't get here soon enough. Many Pac-Man going to fight an ESPN. Not a bad day, right? All right. Folks, have a great day. I'm going. Peace out.